episode five. five. That was close, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skype has a little bit of a lag, but we'll work on that. Every hour, every minute. <laughs> I'm on my new couch. Oh, you're. On, oh, this is this is in your soon-to-be home. Yep. With this your soon. Josh is home, and I told him to. I told him so that I was recording a podcast, and if he needed to talk to me, that I just needed to know before he said something, so I could say, "Hold on." And oh, sure. so he, so he came down and like uh, pantomimed stirring potatoes to ask me if I wanted him to stir the potatoes. <laughs> Were you like, "What are you milking a cow?" I'm doing my driving gestures. Shoot. Um. Okay, how's your week? What's going on? What's new? Um, sure, I make something up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, actually, uh, having a crappy week. Um, yeah. Just some, you know, crappy family stuff and life. Just crap, you know, life. It's yeah. hard. It is um, hard. It's such a blessing, though, to like be reminded of all the people that have your back. And oh, the cutest thing happened today. Please. So, um. Basically, what had happened was, <laughs> um, Monday, our, our, uh, our, <laughs> our, one of our, mm, say some words, Brokaw. It's all right. One of my coworkers brought in a bouquet of flowers for another coworker and said, like, you were having a bad week. Here you go. Huh. Like a vase of flowers. Right. Sure. Um, you're having a bad week last week, so I hope this makes you feel better. Whatever. Well then, um, today, a student delivered the same bouquet of flowers to my room with a note that said, let's make this, like, the bouquet of flowers. So, like, you give it to somebody that you know needs it tomorrow. Oh. My. Word. I am going to start that in my school. Yeah, you should. It's awesome. It was so sweet. I I just was like, wow, that's so nice. And so, like, I got to give it to somebody tomorrow and pass the note along. What a beautiful idea. We need that. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And, like, I'm assuming, like, you know, like, you can get a bouquet of flowers for $5 at Walmart. Like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Fruity. Yeah, so that was really cool. That really was, like, a nice thing. Yesterday was just particularly rough, and I had a couple things that happened um, that that were, like, I know God was, like, saying, like, hey, it's okay. Because, like, one of our former students came in, and he is just such a delight, and he came in to visit, and I was just so happy to see him, and that was so nice. And um, then my furniture came in. It was supposed to be in in three to four weeks, and it came in eight days. That's God. That's yeah, God for God, you. That's God. He Eight says, days. you know what? The girl needs her furniture. Yeah. Girl needs a place yeah. to put that butt. But let me ask you this. Because I've been... And I know, I know, I know that our listeners will be here with me. I had a kid come to me today with all this life's cr- life crap that's happening. And I honestly think I have not really come to learn this until this year. How do you reconcile turning to God, giving your life to him, trying to live for him, 
And then I sometimes have many breakdowns when even little stuff happens. Well, and sometimes it's big things. It's, you know, sometimes it's not little things. Sometimes it's big things. But sometimes it's like, really, Lord, it has to be this difficult? And I guess maybe he would say, you have no idea how difficult it could be. I'm saving you from a million other things. Yes, I allowed this one thing to hit you. But there was a big boulder coming your way that I stood in front of. Um... But I struggle with that sometimes, and I know I'm not the only one, and I know I had a kid sitting at my desk today saying, what the heck? I'm trying to live for him. Why do all these things, big and little, keep happening? I mean, I guess it's just life. But sometimes, I maybe I was under the delusion at times that living for him meant that he would protect from more pain than I thought. No, I think that I sometimes my, I think of it the other way. I am all too often utterly convinced, even in my, with my intellect intact, um, that if I'm sinning, so, we'll strike down. I can't say the L word. Mm. <laughs> the ladle? No, uh, the, the companion of thunder. You can't say lightning? <laughs> no. Oh, gosh. Does your fiancé know this about you? Yeah. I can't say it like it can't come out because it just like keeps going. Okay. Okay. Like anyway, but, but like if I'm sinning, that's when that will happen. Mm. Um, like I will be condemned and it, but if I'm not, if I'm in a state of grace and I'm doing wonderfully, then life has to be good. Right. Mm. If something bad is happening, it's cause I'm a dirtbag sinner. I have that mentality, you know? Yeah. I guess I've had that too, but that's where I think like, when, like, I'm in a state of grace, when it's going well, and then little stuff like that happens, I'm like, are you serial? Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be like, you'd be like. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that, that is the soundtrack to my life. Give me a break. But it doesn't last, it doesn't last long. I mean, I think then I, I try to just bring it back to say, okay, I, I, I will use my imagination to know, I trust that the Lord is saving me from other things. And so if he has allowed this little thing to happen, then it's okay. And that's okay. But yesterday we were, I was sitting on my new couch. It was just, I was in here alone and I, I was just thinking about, how happy I was that I was sitting on my new couch in the home that's going to be mine when mm. I'm married. And I've never experienced such a split feeling of emotion because at the same time that I was filled with genuine joy, I was so sad and sad torn for, up for just what? about just the things that are going on, you know, oh, like see, difficulties, yes. you know, yes. like, and it's just like, man, how, how does that happen? How do you experience such profound feelings in multiple directions at the same time? I felt like I could literally see half of, if I was looking at myself, I would see like half of a sad body and half of a joyful body. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Man, it's crazy being these little humans, isn't it? I don't know anything else. 
<laughs> I am not a robot. Well, in a past life, I was a gopher, and it was a lot easier. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, does a gopher see its shadow? That would be a... Groundhog. Groundhog. <laughs> Two peas in a pot over here. We talked last episode about how I'm going to be speaking at NCYC, and we both are going to be recording an episode of the podcast at the Marion University booth on Saturday morning. Both of us. Yeah. uh, What uh, was your first experience of NCYC, or an experience? Um, incredibly presumptuous that you think that I've been to NCYC. Sorry. What was your first experience of Chicken World? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. Neither do I. (laughs) Um, Incidentally, my first and only experience of NCYC was probably somebody wearing a chicken hat. See? Comes all together. Okay, here's here's my experience of NCYC. I went one day, one time. Um, I went as a volunteer through Marion um, and I really just hung out with the people that I knew that were going Um, I mean I guess I filled packets beforehand so then I got a volunteer badge to go back later so I did do the volunteering just so we're clear listener land so we're going to have NCYC fact check that (laughs) (laughs) turns out um, liar can it, you little liar? <laughs> I hope that's from a movie. <laughs> it's from a, it's from bad lip reading. You ever watch bad lip reading? Oh yes, yeah, sometimes. Can it, you little liar? <laughs> anyway, love, that's great. So, um, it's from the Hunger Games one. That mm. one's very funny. Uh, she's stopped a fish. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Well, it'll be fun to be at NCYC, and if you are going to be there, dear listeners, let us know, because we would love to meet you. Now, you haven't asked me yet, but I did already get my um, bridesmaid dress. Oh, uh, did you get the green one? No, it's peach. It has a... Joke's on you, it's green. Dang it. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. I'll just stand out. It has a ton of ruffles. Ruffles. Nice. Yeah, Have you, you seen my wedding dress? No. Are you going to show me right now? I can. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Do not describe it. Josh is a listener. Oh, I love the skulls and bones on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Thank you. My sister, my friend's sister, Jose Maria, uh, said it's the dress to end all dresses. Oh, that's beautiful. I love how it shows off your calf tattoos. I have a calf tattoo, thank you very much. And it's not really on my calf, per se. It's on the side of my leg. It's my calf, isn't it? (laughs) No, that's stunning. I put my calf my tattoo on my calf for three reasons reason number one go ahead easily covered up reason number two okay wouldn't show in my wedding dress one day okay reason number three i got some banging calves 
So, you know what? I've got an ankle tattoo. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. But I, I do tell my students a tattoo. Um, I do tell my students, though, that I regret it and it's stupid and that they should not get one. Anytime they're like, is that a tattoo? I'm like, yes, and it's stupid and you should not get one. It's of a flower. It means so much. Stupid idiot. <laughs> oh my god. How about this? I got it when I was oh, I don't know if I should say this, but I got it when I was sixteen <gasps> in New York City. Came back oh. from New York City and my mom said, So what was the best thing about New York? And I said, Well, it'd probably be better if I showed you and she's like, Oh god, you got a tattoo, didn't you? And I said, Uh huh and she said, Do you know where your father is right now? And I said, Kroger? She said, No. He is getting you a car. He, he brought you a car and you told him that you permanently marked your body yeah. with an ugly flower? Uh-huh. And he came in and I just tell him about the tattoo and he cried. And How then, soon after getting the tattoo did you regret it? Maybe a, maybe a couple years. Wow. Have you thought about getting it removed? Um, yes. In fact, I was when I first got it, my parents made me start saving to get it removed. Never happened. Didn't follow through on that. Um, but... Then Oh, time out. Yeah. A similar thing happened to me. What? It wasn't a tattoo, but I drove my mom's car into the house and they made me save to get it fixed. Yeah. And I did, and then they never fixed it. They <laughs> just took my five hundred and thirty five dollars. So wait a minute, Seems is there like- still a car in the middle of your house? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, somebody tow that sucker out of there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you never saved. You never saved up for. No, it. no, never saved up for it. Um, in fact, I ended up like augmenting it and and adding to it later, which is even uglier. I wish I would have left it. Don't, Alan, don't, Kristen, 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 don't ask about it. Okay. It's just um. it's just a whole mess. But I think tattoos are stupid now. Wowza, Manelli. Especially when my students show me one that's like. It's this, this is my dog and I's favorite quote in Japanese <laughs> with a sense no. with a Sanskrit punctuation. All right. No, listen. Okay. One last thing. Um, a person that I know, I will not confirm or deny that she is my best friend. <laughs> got a tattoo. Yeah. That says that says no matter what semicolon. And she got it with a group of like four other girls because it meant that no matter what they would always be friends and that night they got in the fight that ended their friendship (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) (laughs) so so she kept it and and three of the girls covered it up with the same tattoo, and the other two girls kept it because they're still friends. <laughs> oh my word. Now, children, we- what have we learned today? You know what I think we should make is another theme for, like, what? you know, children, so here's what we've learned today. You know what I mean? Be like, let's, oh, yeah, sum, up the, let's sum up the lessons that we learned today. Lessons that we... No, you you go for this. Yeah, let me give a shot. Yeah. Okay? Um, We learned some lessons. What are they? These are the lessons we've learned today. Ooh, yeah. Like that? You nailed it. What have we learned today? 
Um, if you're going to get a tattoo, make it the back of the Miraculous Medal on your calf. I have no regrets. No regrets. Regrets. Thank you. You nailed, nailed it. it. Um, actually, our wedding hashtag is going to be Kailed It. Kailed It. Yeah. I love it. Kailed It. It was going to be Kale Married Full of Cake. <laughs> I love that. I just thought that might offend somebody. Well, of course, somebody would get offended. Kristen, we have another caller. Ring. The phone is ringing. Oh, that's already ticking. <laughs> A call. Hello. Welcome to Are You Like Holy? Are you like holy? Uh, I try to be. <laughs> Same. That's my response to Um, What's your name? My name is Valeria. Cool. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from North Carolina. North Carolina. Sweet. Um, cool. What's your question? So my first question is, um, as a, as a Catholic woman who is always, I'm just very involved in education. My field right now in college is education. Um, and I help out in ministries and, for example, youth group at church. So my question is, when it comes to teaching or putting an importance on a certain topic, for example, it can be like forgiveness or it can be um, confession, you know, and we have to put an importance to the youth about it. And we personally struggle with it daily or if we haven't healed from a certain situation. How do we go about putting an importance or teaching it without feeling, you know, pretty, I don't want to say fake, but yeah, fake, fake or, you know. Yeah. What a good what a good <laughs> conversation. Oh really? That is such a great question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say that what I find see what people I I feel like what people want to do is they want to find a way to be credible about forgiveness, about confession, about the Eucharist. And mm-hmm. they think that credibility and man, doesn't this come back to why we're doing this podcast, Kristen? They think that credibility comes back to saying, I have it all together. But that crumbles so quickly. And I think there are so many... Um, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> the, I think the key is actually being real about it. And saying, right. I struggle with it. And saying, I have failed at this. At telling our failure stories. I mean, we want to tell our success stories too. Don't get me wrong. But what happens then is people who are not successful at the moment feel like, well, (laughs) I mean, that is not me. I don't have it together at all. So we also have to share our failure stories. But where that starts with is us being okay with our failure Mm -hmm. stories and knowing that that is part of the journey and we don't have to be perfect. This is just about being his. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Every day that I'm I'm in class and I'm saying something like, if it's a time in my life where I'm not actually like really like able to live that out for whatever, like sinful reason or whatever, like just struggling and, and sin and, and, and um, just like wrestling with the Lord and stuff like it, that doesn't mean I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. My belief is the same. Um, and I, I guess I just start, you know, teaching it to myself at that point. Um, I don't know. It's so, but it's so hard. It really is like, I think because, too, we're trying to, in, in, in many ways, like in the world that we're in right now, um, we're trying to win them over, we're trying to win the students over. 
we're trying to convince them of something and we're afraid that we're not able to win them over and convince them of something if if it doesn't look like we're living it too and uh, or that we're or that we're experiencing it too um and so i use a lot of phrases like and i'm saying this because i believe this um even though i struggle with it and so so katie katie you're you're spot on when you say like Tell them like your fail, your failures and stuff. But at the same time, I mean, this is crazy. One time I went to a uh, confession to a priest and I said, um, I'm struggling with this sin. I don't say anything about it ever um, because I don't want to be a bad example uh, to my, to the, to the young people that are, that are around me. And, um, and he's like, he's like, that's okay. Just keep getting to confession and keep, keep working on that problem and keep, you know, going through that. And, um, and that was like, really like, that was good for me. Not cause he was, he wasn't saying live in your sin. Um, but he was saying, it's okay. You don't have to tell these kids that you're the, the deepest, darkest parts of you or, or any part of you. Th- those things are between us and the Lord, you know, like the only thing keeping us from preaching the gospel is the devil. Yeah. I, I think, I totally agree with Kristen that you have to discern and you don't need to talk about your deepest, darkest, um, but to be authentic. Authentic, I think, is the real thing. It's not spilling out everything, um, but it's also not pretending that you have it all together. Right. Right. That makes so much more sense. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It was the act of just going up there and saying we believe this because this or you know it's so important yet you know you kind of don't really lift to that because you struggle with it so yeah yeah I think one of the yeah one of the most like liberating things this year in particular was whenever I stood up there and I told my seniors that I've had in class some of them for five semesters now and I said I said guys I have a the other day, I, I really prayed for the first time in three months. Like, I really, and they, and they just kind of looked at me like, oh, oh. And it's so, and it, and I, all I could be was honest with them because, because I was so happy for, for myself that I had like broken that barrier that had been there, there, you know, that I had, you know, kind of, kind of found myself, you know, in between and or on or whatever you say for a barrier. But like, I don't know, like, it, it's so good to be honest with them. Like when you, when you're struggling and I don't know, it's authenticity. You're right. Like, and, and I think sometimes we make things, uh, we're way too hard on ourselves and we make things way harder than they have to be. I mean, if you could knit that on a pillow, that's exactly. Well, I just, <laughs> incidentally, I just knitted it on a pillow. So you're welcome. It's for sale on Etsy. Etsy. <laughs> Follow me at, at, uh, pillow knitter. Oh, nine. Oh, nine. <laughs> oh, you're that person. Valeria, did you have a second question? Um, could I ask it really quick? Of course you can. So, completely changing the subject, but um, I'm, in, I'm a full-time college student, so I don't go to a university where there's no religious background, there's no religious ministries, there's nothing to really involve any students of any kind of faith um so I know I could always step you know step my foot into the water and start something you know um but I feel very separated I haven't met any other Catholic at my university because it is very academic based so how could I go about getting rid of that separation or that feeling of 
um, you know, should I be authentic or should I just focus on my academics all the time and just do go about my my way? Well, you are that body and soul, you know, not mm-hmm. just one or the other. And so I think you can definitely incorporate it into, man, I, I guarantee you're not the only person that feels this way. I guarantee you are walking by or sitting next to someone who feels that way. So if you can, I don't know, throw a sticker on your backpack that says, ask me, ask me. Oh, I'm redoing that. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm redoing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Throw a stick on your backpack that says, ask me about my faith. Or the truth is, I think you already answered it. I think you're supposed to start something. And I think you put a few flyers up with, I don't know, make a Facebook group, make a something, whatever. That's a little less threatening. And then have a night, a night where, I don't know, get together, pray a decade of the rosary and have a cup of coffee and go your own way. Like, but I think you're probably supposed to start something. I think you'll be very surprised. Um... Not necessarily at the number, because it's not about saying, oh, now we have 300 people in this group. It might be three, but it's three people who want the same thing that you want, and there's the connection that you desire. Yeah. Um, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, like what we were, I was at that, uh, I was at the Divine Mercy movie yesterday, and I, and I, and I told you I was going to stand up and plug our podcast. And then I said, not really, because I would literally never do that. People low-key don't understand that I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> like, I love talking. I love to talk, 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 talk. But, like, I don't want to talk to somebody new. So that, for me, what I would do, actually, I remember, like, <laughs> in my first uh, semester at, at Marion, um, my I was with random roommates. I didn't know them. Obviously, that's what random is. <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like sitting there in my room and my roommates said, Hey, we're going to go to the volleyball game. Do you want to go? And I said, no. And then I said, wait a second, I don't have any friends. <laughs> so I was like, I got to go to this volleyball game. Um, and so I went, so it, it, like, it's, it's especially difficult for me, I think to like go out, uh, go out on a limb and do things like that, mainly because I'm afraid like people will think I'm stupid and that's, you know, some insecure, some insecurities that I have, but I think that my ideas are dumb or whatever. So like what I would do probably as <laughs> this is this is what I would do. I, I picture myself um, like like wearing, making sure I wore my crucifix so that somebody would know that I was Catholic and they would be like, oh, are you Catholic or whatever? Like I have a I have a, uh, a tattoo of um, the back of the miraculous medal on my leg and I'll be like. If any person that, because sometimes you could just like look at a person and think they might be Catholic for no reason. I don't know, but <laughs> but I would make sure that person that I thought might be Catholic or, or a Christian person in general um, uh, saw my tattoos. They would ask me about it, you know, or whatever it is. Like I would be probably more laid back about it. Like that's just the way I would approach it. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. So pray, just pray about it for sure, because the Lord knows what you're supposed to do, and He knows what He'll put it on your heart. The best option for that. Yeah, and put into your path who you're supposed to connect with. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. And actually, with this podcast, I just want to let you ladies know. I like now, towards the end of the night, I'm like, were you like homely today? So I just, ah! oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah, I just want to put that into my little questionnaire. I love that. 
You know what? That's very Ignatius of us, isn't it? To have a little examine at the end of the day to ask ourselves. So, were you like holy? I love that. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you, sister. And keep us posted on how it's going on campus. Okay, I will. I love her. Serious question. Yeah. After all this, I have to ask you if you're currently recording through Blue or through your headphones. I mean, I, I can hear you in here, but right. I'm recording through my microphone, through the through this. Put it up to your mouth. Step it up. Okay. I don't think you are. I think, like, most of the moving around was you, because your microphone's sitting right on your shirt. I can hear it. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it took me this long to realize it. I thought it was them that whole time that was making, like, a scratchy noise. But it was weird, because, like, especially uh, Valeria, I didn't see her moving, and so I was so confused, and then it just occurred to me that it was you. And I kept seeing on my input, I can see, like, sound, you know? And I was like, yeah. I literally am not moving. <laughs> <Ooh>. Okay. <laughs> I'm Amish. God is perfect. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Amish. Yeah. I'm going to sound like a tin man. <laughs> Probably not. All right. Oil pants. <laughs> oh, guys, this is what it's like. I mean, you should see, you should see these headphones. Look how ugly they are. This, these are the only headphones I can use in class because no one steals them. Because they're ugly. Because they're ugly. Neon green, huge, over the skull. And sometimes, like, I'm like, well, you can take it to your next class, and they're like, mm, I'm okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Hey, I'm making I'm making dinner. I'm making like a like a crab boil with shrimp and potatoes and um what uh crab and peppers and onions and boil. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're an amazing wife in practice. Wife yeah. in training. Yeah, the old domestication station. <laughs> love it well listen you get on to go making your dinner and uh i'll see you next week all right take care dude episode five what oh let's my god let's say it at the same time good idea one, one two, two three, three. episode <laughs> no don't leave me out here yelling episode five on my own okay but we weren't together one two three Episode, episode five. five. Yeah, let's try it again. <laughs> okay. How how long are you gonna say episode four? Let's let's do one, two, three. Episode five. Okay. You ready? One, one two, two, three. three. You know what? Go ahead. Sorry. No, it was nothing. What? No, say it. I was just gonna see how you were feeling about the days getting shorter. Thanks for listening to episode five of Are You Like Holy? Our theme song is called Decent. It's by our friend Paradox, and we'll see you next time.